There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Leading up to The Mandalorian, why wouldn't we do some more Clone Wars episodes? That's right, because uh, last time around we watched the original Clone Wars animated series, which was cell animated, looked like uh, lo- yes. like a Samurai Jack kind of vibe. Also, if you do recall, we've looked at episodes of this show before also. Oh, we did that also. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. So yeah, I think every now and then we'll come back and do a particular arc. And I think doing the final four episodes of the last season is the way to go because I think a lot of this stuff will carry over certainly into Mandalorian but also other series and things like that and spin-offs which we'll talk about at the end. So uh, for... for uh... You're saying people should leave a like. Oh, absolutely is what I'm saying. Yes, people should definitely leave a like. But uh, besides the episodes uh, that I saw the last time we talked about this, I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched any episodes of mm. The Clone Wars and I'll jump right into the final four. Yeah, which apparently you should not do. People are saying, people, <laughs> people were telling me I should do that. Well, you made me I, do it. I made you do it. But see, I've seen all of Rebels. I've seen bits and pieces of uh-huh. Clone Wars. And I watched the finale because I'd heard it was spectacular. Uh-huh. And I think these last four episodes is definitively some of the best Star Wars that there is, period. You know what? It worked, it worked pretty well for me in the sense that it feels like... I'm watching A New Hope for the first time. Yeah. Like I'm jumping in and I'm like, who are these characters? Yes. But I get, like, you can figure, from context, you can figure it out. They this tell you. This one guy loves the Galactic Republic so much that he's got it tattooed on his head. <laughs> Je- good, on, good on you, Jesse. Should we get the YouTube logo tattooed on our heads? Definitely. Uh, we, we definitely should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I love brands is what I'm saying. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because... Going into this, yes. you know your knowledge of Star Wars is, is pretty good, I That's would say. Right. That's all right. I think for a layman, you have too much Star Wars knowledge, but for a Star Wars fan, you're a loser and you don't know enough. That's right. <laughs> we fall which somewhere Which loops all the way back around, which makes me a winner again. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So you didn't find coming into this too confusing, like the way that it parallels with Revenge of the Sith and there's that crossover there, like you find out, oh, Dooku dies and things like that. You find these things out during this, the series. Well, I'd seen those movies, so I already knew. That's what I figured. That's right. Yeah. This, this is a side call. I'm familiar yeah. with the concept of a side call. Because I think what this does well, it highlights a lot of the characters and story arcs that are separate from Anakin and Obi-Wan because they're off having a Revenge of the Sith. They're dealing with the Revenge of the Sith situation. I guess if I had not seen any of these episodes before and I'd not seen those movies, 
I'd be like, well, this is a very unsatisfying conclusion for both Obi-Wan and Anakin because they just disappear. Yeah, totally. We don't get a, like a, a visceral satisfying conclusion to their stories, but we do get a nice conclusion to Ahsoka Tano's story. Yeah, absolutely. Which from context yeah. is that she was in the uh, the clone army. She mm. was leading a, a, a battalion of clone troopers. Mm-hmm. Then she had to leave for unspecified reasons. That's right. Because and now sh- she's back. Because the show got cancelled. Oh, that'll do <laughs> no, it. No, that's, that's not why she left. But yeah, what's interesting about this is that this series was cancelled with the Disney merger, but Uh it was still kept as one of the only things outside of the movies that remains canon because most of the books and comics and everything else was gotten rid of. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it is the conclusion of Herak in the Clone Wars, but it, of course, is not the conclusion of that character because going into this, having seen the episodes of Rebels that she showed up in, we know that she survives through this. Uh, We know This is a question of why and how. Yes, exactly. Like, we know Captain Rex survives. Uh Uh, But that being said, it's still does something that's difficult for a prequel in that it remains engaging even though you know that ultimately well she has to get through this yeah yeah uh-huh. mm. the question is does she uh does she sacrifice her principles and kill all her mates <laughs> and she finds a way around it which is nice and fun but all her mates still get killed i mean they all definitely die and there's certainly i mean in a way because all of this was set a long time ago in a galaxy far far away they're all dead they're all every dead. single one of them all the characters you mason. love baby yoda dead <laughs> in a ditch mason some of them could have been frozen in carbonite oh, that's probably true <laughs> we could find them to this day that's true we could we could unfreeze baby yoda and then kill him <laughs> So I remember one of the things that you mentioned in the last uh, episodes that we did, the Boba Fett-centric ones. You didn't get a sense of the clones being individual, but I think also the clones that we saw in that weren't so much the mainline ones that uh-huh. we that we get here. So did you get a better sense, aside from the big tattoos on their heads, a like, sense of personality that they're different? Not really. <laughs> Even from, like, Rex, for example? Oh, no, Rex, no. I got, I got a good... But, I mean, he spends the entire thing with his helmet off, so... Sure, yeah. I understand it, yeah. Okay, okay. No, I can understand that. But so do you think that... You think they were better handled, though? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Uh okay. Maybe you should have watched all the other ones then. Do you think they'd be even better handled than Mason? I haven't (laughs) watched them either. What am I talking about? Yeah. Um... Anakin's nice and it's weird, isn't it? It's weird how well, nice well, he is. Well, here's the thing. It's interesting that they had to develop personalities for some of the characters that did not get a lot of play in the movies. Or yeah, there's Jar Jar episodes of the show. Yeah, and, and, and Darth, they had to give Darth Maul a personality. Yeah. Because he didn't have one in, the, in that one movie he was in. He didn't have a personality And in this, he's kind of a bitch. <laughs> he's he's kind a of real a sassy bitch. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. What do you think about him being back? I love it. I mean, again, I, I, I think a criminally wasted character. Yeah. He, he should have been the lead through. Looks visually interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's got the skills. He presumably has a backstory. <laughs> uh, and, and yet they were just like, yeah, chop him in half in that movie and he's yeah. coming back. Yeah. I agree. He should have carried over. He should have been what Dooku did in the second one and then he's finally dealt with in the third yeah. one. I mean, I like the addition of Dooku. I think, I mean, Christopher Lee, you can't. Can't really go past that, can you? And realistically, what's more fun to say, Maul or Aduku? You won't get away this time, Aduku. Aduku. <laughs> yeah, I th- uh, what's interesting about this episode in comparison to the other ones is the fight scene between Ahsoka and Darth Maul is mo-capped with uh, Lauren Marie Kim and Ray Park himself. And you can see that because if you watch the other fights in this show, mm-hmm. there's a kind of a, I don't know what it is, but there's... They don't have a lot of weight to them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're bad because I don't think they're bad. I think this is a beautifully animated show and it's always been and you see it get better as it goes on. I was going to say, like, this, 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 these episodes seem like a quantum leap mm. in terms of like 
animation quality from the last episodes I saw, yeah. which is... Yeah. I mean, they're still not great at running. <laughs> no, there is that kind of... They're still sort of floating above the ground. But yeah. beyond that, but these fight sequences are yeah. uh, pretty incredible. Totally. And even, you know, at the start, it kind of opens with where, they're, where they're, they're raining down like gunships on Mandalore and Ahsoka's jumping from ship to ship. Like, that's all great. But the highlight for me is definitely that... That you see the Ray Park moves in the way that he moves, kind of like I, I recognize that from you know the first Star Wars movie. I recognize that from when uh, fans challenge him at conventions. <laughs> that's right, and it may, it becomes abundantly clear that he could kill them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit bold of Anakin to be like, "Here's two lightsabers, Ahsoka, but I've made them the color that I like." Were they green before? Yes, right. and then in between this and Rebels, she shows up with two white lightsabers. Where I'm like, that's ah. where it's at. That's okay, right. you figured this I th- out. I don't know if it's bold, but it seems to me that he's like, we used to be friends, right? And now we 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 still friends. A present? Are we still yeah. friends? Are we still? <laughs> oh, here's something I actually wanted to ask you. I'd be curious to get your thoughts. Go on, because in the movies, it's just they call through the orders of the clones, and they go, clones, um, everybody. You're all bad now. You're all bad. And they're like, we are all bad now. We have no compunctions about murder at all. Here we go. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yippee-ki-yay. How do you feel about that being a result of a chip in the head? Makes more sense. Do you think it's more of a cop-out or do you think it's like... As opposed to... As opposed to they were all always evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, how would they do that? That would... That, James, that would present a significant amount of uh, of uh, narrative difficulty. Oh, totally. If they were all like, surprise, we were just pretending to be cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like the Galactic Rebellion. This tattoo comes right off. <laughs> I'm just going to get about a spit. Yeah. No, I feel the same way because I think... You know, it could be seen as a cop-out. I know some people have mentioned that, but you can't build up all these kind of character arcs and get to the end and go, tricked. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh-huh. Like, they were all in on it. Mm. And I think the idea that, you know, you get a, she gets a chip out of one of them and yeah. he's the one that kind of sees clearly through the entire situation. Mm-hmm. I always like Order 66 in, in any kind of medium that they, they bring it up in. In the game Jedi Fallen Order, you get a really interesting perspective on that. I don't know mm. if you've, have you played up to that I bit have, in the game. Yes. Yeah. Which is really terrific. And I think this, again, shows like there would be that conflict between like, well, I could easily kill, you know, a hundred of these people if sure. I wanted to. And I, and I ultimately do, sure. Yeah. But and ultimately they are all dead again. Once again, they're all, every single one of maybe them Maybe some dead. of them was, were carbon frozen, but even then you could defrost them. They're lost them in and, space for a yeah, thousand But years. then you could defrost them and kill them. Yeah, also, that's right, yes. But yeah, I think it's a really, I think it's a really effective, you, know, you do feel the sympathy on both sides in this one. Like in the movie, you get the sense that, oh no, all the Jedi being shot, but in this it's like, oh, this is a bad situation at all. Yes, counts. exactly. Again, they are, the, in, the, in the movies, the, clone troopers are non-characters yeah they're all they have they all have the same voice and they all just follow orders blindly they may as well be like characters in a real-time strategy game or whatever <laughs> like you just lasso them and send them all to kill that's but in really this, you're true, like yeah. okay well they're, they're they are conflicted they're conflicted morally and they don't want to do this but the chip some of them, is, them have ta- them. some of them have tattoos and i recognize that that's right yeah i love mall in a box i think mall in a box is great uh-huh. Uh, it reminds me of, I don't know if you ever played The Force Unleashed 2. At the end, you captured Darth Vader at the end of that game. Oh, I see, right. Spoiler alert, and cliffhanger never resolved, and also non-canon. But yeah, the idea of you trap someone who's that dangerous, it's like, this is not going to end well for mm. anybody here. And I also enjoy that she releases him, not as like a favor, but just be like, I need you to... I need a distraction <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. And there's a few things that are callbacks to other movies, I feel. The bit where Anakin kind of stands out in front of the army. I feel like that is very The Last Jedi, what Luke does. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know people hate making comparisons to that movie, <laughs> but I like that movie. 
I like saying that in, in videos. Yeah, it's good. It's not. I also <laughs> like that movie. Uh, I, the, the, the scene, I, I imagine this is iconic now as well, the scene where Darth Maul runs through a squadron of clone troopers in that hallway. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, that's very li- Darth Vader-esque. Lifts, lifts yeah. panels off, yeah, it's, and, yeah, and throws them through people. Like, yeah. it's very reminiscent of uh, Darth Vader mm. in uh, Rogue One. And also you see that even without his lightsaber or legs, you know, yeah. he's still incredibly dangerous. But, yeah, I think even the finale where, you know, they, they try to initially kind of, there's that misdirect where they're like, technically she's not a... You know, she's not a Jedi and whatever. Uh-huh. They just kind of, they're doing that to kind of buy a bit of time. I think that's all really clever use of storytelling to get them out of the situation. I think you'll find that if I've turned this sign around now, it says duck season. <laughs> so you can't kill her. Yeah. Oh, but the other side says Jedi season. <laughs> you won't fool us, Rex. We got your number. Yeah. And there's even the bit where she stops the ship and that's the rise of Skywalker. That's something that kind of happens uh in in that movie as well. And a bit of uh, The Force Unleashed as well. Oh, absolutely. Is Ahsoka meant to be incredibly powerful in the ways of the Force or just powerful in the way that everybody in the prequels was super powerful in the Force and just just loving it? I think she is powerful, but she's not like... Anakin is is perceived to be the most like naturally gifted or one of along yeah. with like Yoda and a few others. But yeah, she's up there. She's, you know, I guess for, I'm, I'm going to get the wrath of, you know, <laughs> Star Wars fans, but she's somewhere at like an Obi-Wan kind of level. Oh, I would my say. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. Would you say she's as good as Obi-Wan in every way? Yes. Wow. Well, it's different because the Obi-Wan in here is technically not as powerful as the Obi-Wan in A New Hope. Oh, that's true. Technically. Oh. I mean, I know he's much older and he wears a wig in A New Hope, but that's and okay. he's bad at lightsaber fighting. <laughs> no, Mason, it's a measured, calculated nah, maneuver. No, nah, he's bad because he's old. No, because he killed Darth Maul, don't you remember? No, nah, he's bad and old now. <laughs> and dead, he's dead now. They're he's all dead. dead. They're all, all dead. dead. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But that, at the end where, you know, the, the, the ship is plummeting out of the sky mm-hmm. towards yet another ice planet. That's right. And, you know, they're just free-falling, you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. the two of them trying to escape this horrible situation. I think it's terrific. I think it's just a, a really wonderful kind of final action sequence. And then to cap things off with, here's Darth Vader, you know, and what that means when he finds those lightsabers and he goes, hey, I bought these for... Hey, wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a present. You can't throw away a present. <laughs> I guess that also explains why he thinks she's dead as well. That's true, yeah. It's like, well, the body's not here, but she wouldn't have left this great present I got her. That's right. That would be insulting. But no, I think this is, it's a great opportunity for, you know, Dave Filoni and others involved in this, including everybody behind the scenes and voice actors and all. Kathleen you know, like Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, it's a good opportunity to come back and wrap things up nicely. And also, I feel like often when they come back to things like this years on, say like Arrested Development or another example that Ben's going to put up here. Here's oh, one. That's a good example. Isn't it, Just? It's a real deep cut, too. <laughs> People didn't think he'd, uh, he's got that kind of knowledge. But he, he would does. have gone through like 20, 25 franchises <laughs> that, you know, rebooted, and, and, and but then he was like, no, they're not obscure yeah. enough. Here's the deepest cut. <laughs> so, so often these things, they don't kind of pay off. Yeah. And uh-huh. I feel this one very much does. In a big bad way, Mason. Also, I just want to say a big thank you to Star Wars Explained, Alex, over that channel. Because whenever we do a Star Wars thing like this, I message him and I'm like, um, if, what do you think people would, what's good if it's if tie into the Mandalorian? Do you think you could help? And he always, he always gives me some sound advice. Hey man, do you think, do you think people would be, be mad if I called the Galactic Republic <laughs> the Galactic Rebellion a couple of times in this video? <laughs> they would? Well, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> Yes, he's a good dude. If you're not subscribed, which you probably are, go over and check him out. Now, you might be wondering, Mason, where do do any of these characters... I'm I'm a curious cast. (laughs) I'm always wondering. (laughs) Do these characters... 
How are they coming back? When are they coming back? What oh, can yeah. I see, right? Okay, if you're interested, Star Wars Rebels, a lot of them return. Captain Rex, Ahsoka, as mentioned. There's a few other bits and pieces and clone troopers and, and events from here that, that, that carry over. Uh, in the live-action series of The Mandalorian. Oh, Ahsoka Tano's coming Ahsoka back, Ahsoka right? coming back. There's a few and others. maybe Rex maybe Rex coming back. Exactly. Who's, who's in that Mandalorian armour? Probably Boba Fett. Probably Boba Fett. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be getting more characters in that. I think that, again, that being like a Dave Filoni-influenced series, we're going to, you know, it makes and sense. Kathleen and Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. You can't, I know people are like, we hate her, but it's all Star Wars, man. If you like this, she's also responsible for this in a big way. Uh, another thing is we are getting a new Clone Wars series called The Bad Batch, oh. which is set just after these episodes, which follows. They're a particular elite force of clone troopers that are trying to find their way in the galaxy now that... Cloning is kind of wrapping up, and they're starting to use conscripts. So they're like, well, what do we do now? And they're like, we'll find something for you to do, I guess. Yeah, that's right. But don't lose heart. In in the future, you'll all be dead, no matter (laughs) what. No matter what happens. Yeah, so there you go. All in all, are you a big fan of this? I was a big fan of this. I thought it was really good. Yeah, absolutely. Are you inclined to then go, maybe I'll watch some Star Wars Rebels. Maybe I'll watch some other arcs of the Clone Wars. Probably not, because I know how it ends. You know how it ends, Mason. <laughs> and I know the animation gets worse if you go backwards through time. <laughs> yeah, but then it gets better again. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I will. I'm yet to kind of watch it all through from the start, but I know people are like, oh, the first two seasons, or you know, they're a bit rough and it gets better. So I just got to kind of initially push through that and then because I know there's so many arcs that I've, you know, that I know a little bit about that I want to follow up on. Anyway, we know everything about Star Wars anyway, don't we? Well, so it's, now it's, we do. It's this is the last missing puzzle piece. That's right. Uh, this is Caravan of Garbage though, isn't it? Yep, absolutely and is. And we do this every week, every Tuesday if you do want to subscribe. But if you're like, can't I just get these early for once in my life? God, I'm a busy man or woman. That's right. Or, or other. Or other. Wherever you fit, that's fine. You absolutely can at bigsandwich.co. That's right. Yeah, if you sign up there, early episodes, podcast with, with no ads in it. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. <laughs> I've never listened to a podcast without an ad in it. <laughs> uh, we do movie commentaries. We do a comic book club. It's all over there if you do want to check it out. That's right. There's too much content uh, that you won't even know what to do with yourself. I mean, you could probably download and, 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 and listen to the content. That's a good guess, start. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. a good start. Uh, next week, though, do you want to play that Star Wars Bounty Hunter game? We yes. Have, we, people like it when we do video games. Yeah. Maybe they don't do as well. Maybe they don't. Maybe I play games for hours to find like a really good section to put in it, and then people are like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we attempt to record some game capture and it doesn't work. Yeah. Because the system never works properly. It's always a different problem. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyways, do you want to... We leave it the same every time, <laughs> but then we come back, it's different. <laughs> Anyways, do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. You ever played Star Wars Bounty Hunter? Nope. I played it back in the day, so I'm looking forward to coming back to it and being like, these early third-person games aren't good, are they? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I think there's some good stuff in that game. Sounds tremendous. All right. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Uh, at Wikipedia Brown, at Mr. Sunday Movies. Yeah. Tell us how much we know about Star Wars. Everything, right? <laughs> yeah, everything. Tell us. We filled in the missing piece. We did. That's right. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.